Sandy Dan with you at 22 minutes after 9 o'clock sharing a Gulari mornings also sharing such a gorgeous day with us is a medical director Dr. Jill Benson who's been operating off a houseboat uh, during uh, the COVID lockdown so bringing much needed uh, medical care to residents of Dundundjura community about 600 uh, kilometers northeast of Kalgoorlie. Dundundjura has a population of 150 people which uh, at times can be very uh, transient. Uh, it's important to very much uh, utilize the digital services available, especially when it comes to tracking uh, the needs of uh, what people are having in the way of treatment with uh, uh, chronic illnesses, mental health issues, and of course uh, those physical health problems uh, that come up from time to time. It's important that we keep uh, a check as uh, the digital services have been uh, very much highlighted uh, at uh, its peak uh, during uh, the COVID lockdown with uh, Spinifex Health uh, utilising the services uh, being one of the most remote health posts in uh, the country. Dr. Benson, hello, welcome. Thank you very much. Um, I've, I've actually been consulting from all sorts of places. So one was the houseboat, and I'm currently in, in Nullumboy, in East Arnhem Land. So I'm consulting in Chundindara from East Arnhem Land as well. Wow. I suppose you'd have to be flexible with the clientele, yeah, shaking on, being... Uh, transit, and then there's uh, digital health that's been a real saviour to keeping track of where people are going. Yeah, so so it, it has, and because, as you said, that people are very mobile, they they move. Um, you know, so so if somebody's been in Waluna or Blackstone or you know Ringalina or somewhere. Um, I can see what medications they've had, what um, um, if they've if they've had investigations, if they've had an Aboriginal health check. I can see all that through my health record as well. So the digital health has been good for seeing people face to face through through the computer. So it's not really face to face, but seeing people um, in Chundinjara from all the different places that I am. But also the, the other side of digital health is just making sure we get that continuity of care across lots and lots and lots of different places. And that's been so useful. Uh, it has been useful. Has it been easy making adaptions to that change with Indigenous people using digitalised health services? 
Um, so I was very lucky when I took over working in Jinjinjara, um, Dr. David Scrimger, who was there before me, had set everybody else up on my health record and had set up Communicare so that you just press a button and everything you do goes into my health record unless the person asks for it not to be. So um, everybody in Jinjinjara has who said that it's okay, has their information go on to my health record. I, I think that other communities haven't done that. If you set it up through, through your software, Communicare or Medical Director or whatever it is that you use, it just does it really seamlessly. Um, and it, it is such a, a useful thing. Um, but you have to set it up originally in, your, in the software that you're doing in the clinic. And... Dr. Gill, you would have to have dedicated staff on the ground to just make these connections electronically through telehealth, uh, giving you that face-to-face contact. Yep. Yeah, so we're, again, we're so lucky. I feel so blessed to be working in Jinjinjara because the, the nurses and Aboriginal health workers there are excellent. And they've learned very quickly how to set up the telehealth sessions. Um, so they just do it on whatever computer they're, they're using. So, you know, it doesn't, it's not a special computer in a special room. It's just wherever they happen to be in the clinic, they can just log in and, and we can run the telehealth from there. But they, it, it takes a bit of training to know, um, you know, how to, how to set it up, how to make the camera work, how to make the speakers work. Um, and then there's the confidentiality stuff about who else is in the room because I can't see the whole room and who else is in my room. So there's some, some other training things that need to happen. And then clinically, there's such good nurses. I can say, take the laptop over and let me watch you sealing this person's stomach or um, go, and, go and do a, an ECG and send it to me and then we'll, we'll come back. Um, so there's, there's those sorts of things that we can do back and forth as well. Is that, has that laptop been uh, taken out of the clinic uh, just to, say, uh, check a, a patient that may not be mobile? No, unfortunately we're not able to do that because there isn't Wi-Fi out of the clinic. You can only do it when it's sort of plugged into the Wi-Fi. Um, so it's one of the things that I think is really important that we do both, that we um, we do the telehealth and that's been really good. But I've been able to fly there once a month um, since, um, since January and that's great because I get to walk around and see people in their homes and go over to the art centre um, and and all of those sorts of things. So, so they're things that you can't do over telehealth, it's hard to see somebody who's not mobile. So some of the old people they've had to bring into the clinic for me to do age care assessments and things like that. Doctor, you also mentioned you've had to operate from some interesting places. You're up there in the Northern Territory. We mentioned you're on the Murray in a houseboat. What other locations did you have to (laughs) operate from? Um, so, so I, I, I did clinics from Norfolk Island. Um, um, mostly I do them from Adelaide because that's where I live. So mostly that's where I am. But sometimes I'm somewhere else doing something else. And so, um, 
Um, in the lockdown, I went out to the boat, so that was that was good. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I I go to the Northern Territory and to Norfolk Island quite often, and so they're the other places that I've been. But mostly, I do it from my house. Wow, you're a medical director, so you cover other states. Uh, well, the Northern Territory, uh, working into South Australia. Venturing into WA, like you said, Norfolk Island. Wow, that's offshore. Uh, what does your <laughs> job involve? <laughs> so I'm really only I'm only medical director of Cedarbeck Health Service in Junjunjara. So that's my only medical director job. My other jobs are medical education and seeing doctors as patients. So I work for the GP training organisation and for the College of GPs and for an organisation called Rocket Ship, which does remote training in Pacific Islands. So, so I do other, other jobs besides my job in Chinjinjara. And so that's why I travel around quite a bit. Mm, nothing but the best there. <laughs> Are there <laughs> many Indigenous remote communities operating very similarly to... What benefits health are doing over there at Dunjunjara? Although I don't know the answer to that. I've, to me, this was just something that happened. I was, I saw a, a need. You know, I wasn't able to go there from March last year because I, I live in South Australia and I've been flying out to Dunjunjara on and off for 12 years now. And I, I wasn't able to go there. And I thought, well, I've still got to see the people. How am I going to do this? Let's do it over the computer. So I just started to do it. And then I realized that other people had, were a bit afraid of doing it and were, I don't quite know what they were afraid of. Um, and, um, so I think there are other people doing it, but, I'm a pretty organised sort of person, so, you know, I do it two afternoons a week and then I do it on a as-needs basis at other times. Um, but, I, yeah, so and because I have so much flexibility with all the different jobs that I do, I can do that. So not everybody's got that same... Not all doctors have got that same flexibility to be able to, to do that. But it, it's not difficult. It's something that... You know, if you think about it and have a bit of training that anybody could do. Do doctors fly in there often now since uh, the lockdown has been lifted to a certain extent? Yes. So, so 12 years ago, I started the Kakara Willara Health Alliance, which is an alliance of the health services in the three com- remote communities of Yalata, Oak Valley, which is in the Maralinga lands, and Chindranjara. And that was at the request of the senior men in those three communities. It's men's country. And so I set that up, and then I was the medical director of the Kakara Willow Health Alliance um, for eight years. And um, someone else has been doing it for the last few years. And so I've just come back to that organisation as the medical director just of Chindranjara. Um so I've been flying out to those three communities for for a long time. I was in Yalata for about 10 years before that. So Yalata and Oak Valley are in South Australia and Tindranjara is in Western Australia. But what the local people say is that's not our border. That's, that's you know, 
Tại đẹp. Reconciliation for this Monday, the 31st of May, as we're getting into Reconciliation Week, so to speak. Thank you. Thank you. You have a wonderful day. You too. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Dr. Jill Benson, Medical Director of uh, Spinifix Health, uh, down at Gunjunjara community, which is 600 kilometers northeast of Kalgoorlie, just around the WASA border there.